Hello, all. Welcome to the debut episode of the Random Thought Pod. I am your random thought leader, Bridge Lavoie, and I'm here with the girl. Hi, ladies. I represent every single one of us accurately. (laughs) The (laughs) universal girl. Yes. The archetype, if you will. It's funny. Okay, so like the term girl for a woman... I I always find that kind of interesting because I'm like, is it, am I allowed to refer to a woman as a girl? Is this like the G word for women? I, I don't I, know. I really think it depends. See, like I'm, <laughs> I'm fine with, I'm like, fine with I can with say women. you go girl and that's like, not I'm like a, bad. That's fine. that's fine. But you could be like that girl over there. Someone would definitely be like, that's a grown ass woman. Um, <laughs> yeah. I actually hate gals. Like I don't remember the word for like when a word or a sound just really rubs your brain the wrong way, gals yeah. makes me nuts. I hate that one. Yeah. I don't mind being a girl. I, I went through a period of like, no, I really have to see myself as an adult. I'm a grown woman. <laughs> eh, you know, at this point, I don't care. Yeah. I guess I don't call, I don't be called, I don't get called boy much mm, anymore. It's like, hey, boys, how's it going, boys? <laughs> Fellas. Ooh, I want to start saying that now. I'm 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 gonna be coming boss. At I'm my gonna job. see that at your on your Twitter. Well, I, before I have I know like it. I have plans anyways to like kind of rise up the chain. Oh, Maybe I shouldn't be saying right. this publicly. But yeah, I'm uh I'm working on figuring out how to be a boss. And okay. let's just say that. That's my aspiration. Nice. And um uh, I just need to figure out how to make people like feel less than me. So maybe, that is step number one. <laughs> hey, boys, what are you doing playing with your toys? <laughs> so dumb or whatever. Dumb boys doing dumb boy things. <laughs> I also decided like um, when we do like job interviews, I'm like, OK, I'm not hiring somebody unless they laugh at my jokes. I don't think that's that tyrannical. I think that's reasonable, especially for someone you're going to be working with a lot. That's so interesting. This seems to be what everyone's saying to me. I think that's okay. Yeah. Um, Because like part of it is like, like, first of all, yeah, are we going to get along? But secondly, like, I I feel like when people don't get my jobs, there may be a bit of a difference in. um... (laughs) I don't know how to say this nicely, but there's just like they may not be up to speed. Okay. Maybe. Right. And like, cause it's like, okay, I was being sarcastic there and they didn't get my sarcasm. And it's like, what kind of people skills do you have? Mm-hmm. Um, what other, you know, are you okay with problem solving? Like, I, I yeah. Right. You know, like it's, it, and I mean, like, and I mean, like, I know that could be unfair because maybe my sense of humor is ridiculous and maybe some people don't pick up on it, right. but it's just, just the way we gel. And then I think it tells me something cognitively. I think it's I, important. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So you. yeah, so lately what I've been doing is beefing up my brain. Um yes. <laughs> I'm like looking at courses and everything and I'm just like, "Oh my gosh, I want to take all the courses." And it's going to cost lots of money. And um yeah. I feel the same way, so I just do um audiobooks like 20 hours a day. I love audio. And then so I'm much. never alone with my own thoughts. So that also <laughs> helps. <laughs> I try to go for walks like without um, oh. listening to something. I, I find that a b- bit helpful because like I do need to force myself to do that. That empty space. Yeah. Because I'm always trying to fill in. Yeah. The gaps in empty mm-hmm. space. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I know what, I should. What audio book are you doing it. right now? 
Um, right now, okay, don't laugh at me as a 30-something year old woman. I am going through some of the um the Rhonda Byrne books, like The Secret and The Magic and stuff. The Secret. The Secret. Um, which kind of fits with the new pod not being quite so religiously tagged, but it's big yeah. on like the universe and law of attraction and stuff like oh, that's that. That's interesting. Yeah, it's kind of a bit of uh it's a secret for me because i know plenty of people that would be like you can't listen to this stuff. and yeah. there's plenty that i'm like all right that's very contrary to scripture and then there's a lot that i'm like she's just focusing on love and gratitude mm. and i don't see how that's a big difference between the idea of like thanking god in advance for what he'll do like if yeah. you're manifesting no, it's I, I'm gonna be home on time and sitting home and doing what I, like you're if you're focusing on what the reality you expect to receive, you want to receive. If you throw that into gratitude for God for bringing that about, I don't see how it's that different. So you know, I don't want to be like I've seen it in action already. But like <sighs> since I was listening, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna just try to whatever. Nope, That's it's gonna be. I don't know. It doesn't feel like toxic positivity to me either there were okay. a couple of places where yeah it toxic positivity is really there bad, was a yeah. couple of places where they were like basically the world's a dream and a simulation and you have to not be <laughs> affected by suffering and none of this is real anyway and i was like oh my four my deep four soul can't handle that smile like, lisa smile oh i can't do it but <laughs> but i can manifest a good visit to the to the mechanic like so i've, yeah. I've been kind of dabbling in in those books right now that's so interesting yeah because like for me it's like uh three days ago i stopped reading the bible for the first time since i was a young man oh wow okay and so like i was like i was trying to do like the bible from beginning to end Okay. So I did like Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus. Um, and there were like quite a few bumps on along the way. And it was kind of similar to how I left church mm. is that I was like sitting here in the like in the service and I'm like, oh, man, I didn't like that. Ooh, I didn't agree with that. Ooh, I didn't mm -hmm. like that. And there was like probably about like five minutes in the service that I was like, oh, that was really cool. I okay. really like that. That's really okay. useful. And that's kind of what the Bible came to me is I was mm. just like. Oh, I don't like that. Oh, I don't like that. Okay. I mean, like I uh, kind of went through some of the David passages where it's like the mm. David and Bathsheba thing. And, you know, like I I know that this has been beaten to death. To but, death. But... but like to me, if you use like a straight up scriptural reading, it's like David stole Uriah's property. Yeah. That was his sin. He stole Uriah's property. Then he killed Uriah. Right. And. There's people who want to look at it and say, no, David and Bathsheba sinned or, right. or David raped Bathsheba. And like, to me, it's like all theology is imaginary. We're just making this shit up. You're exactly right. I love to swear on this podcast. Yes. Um, <laughs> I know you said ass earlier. I'm like, you would never say that in ADD Mastermind. I wouldn't, but I knew where I was. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and for those of you that don't know, um, I used to do a podcast called ADD Masterminds up until now. Um, and the girl has been on it for yeah. probably a year, two years, like a, something like a that. Year or so. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I also did the Wax Museum up until very recently, too. And um, that website's going down. And so I've decided I'm just going to start a new thing, the Random Thought Pod. 
which I feel like is kind of like an amalgamation of both things, you know, where ADD masterminds was like random and comedic and the wax museum, like was more like, let's go deep into one topic. And so what I want to do is like, kind of like once a month, we'll do a, the girl segment and then we'll do maybe a interview or a monologue. And that, that that's my two a month because I'm really busy with stuff. Very busy, man. Okay. Anyways, so back yeah. to David and Bathsheba. Yeah. Um, because that's a topic we need to beat more. Yeah. Um, but in the end, okay, like if all theology is imaginary and it's just human constructs, and this is how we try to understand the divine, mm. I'm like, how do I come out of this a better person? Like, how do I yeah. come out of this with like the best possible reading that me will make me the best possible person? And like to me, assuming that he raped Bathsheba is the best possible because it actually forms the way that I look at relations between men and women and Mm. power dynamics. And it's like, can I recognize that power dynamic and say, it wasn't fair for David to just be like, Hey, come to my room. Yeah. Okay. Right. It's like, she had no other choice. Yeah. But if I go strict biblical, if people want to be super literal and super strict with the Bible, then they should just be seeing women as property. Like, I'm Mm -hmm. sorry. That's, that's how it is. Right. As far as I can tell anyways, I'm more comfortable with, he stole something precious from mm-hmm. Uriah than going the with ducky. Yes, exactly. I'm way more, I'm way more, I'm going to be humming that now, uh, way more willing to go with that than, you know, Bathsheba was into it. You know, she was on the roof yeah. for a reason, you know, like they did this together when they call it like, you know, an affair or something that she was, um, that she was actively involved in this incident. I'm like, well, that's just clearly not indicated anywhere. Not even, not even a smidge at the very least also, like, that theft of his property. I'll take that. What were these deviants doing to this duck? This freaking duck. Yeah. I'm still like going to go the with tails, Like that's but... weird. Talk about grooming children. <laughs> oh, what are they doing with the duck? Anyways, sorry. Bill Fisher, what what was happening? Oh so gosh. so what hit me hard um was like I'm reading I'm reading this like commentary and all the commentaries are just horrible to me. Like as I'm mm-hmm. going through this using the U version Bible app. Yeah. And um they're talking about this psalm and they're saying this is the psalm that David wrote after um after the Bathsheba thing and when mm-hmm. he actually confessed and all this stuff, right? Yeah. And um, further to this, this is the other thing, which I don't think I've gone into on ADD Masterminds anyways. Okay. Watching the Hillsong documentary, the first one, not the second mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to watch the second one. I'm trying to make really? peace with, I'm trying to make peace with evangelicalism. Okay. And I'm just kind of like, you know what? I'm not going to fix you. That's I'm going to let you be whatever you are. Yeah. And okay. I'm just going to say, not like, you, it's me. we just need boundaries. Yeah. yeah. All right. I, I can, I can support that. And so what kind of what kind of hit me with like the fr- did you watch it? I did. Oh, okay. The, Maybe we'll uh, talk about I watched that a bit. all of them. Okay. Anyways, okay, so the first one when I watched it, what hit me yeah. really hard about it was where um Brian Houston's dad um says to the man who as a child he abused. Yeah. And said to him, "Look, man, can you just get I'm going to give you $100,000. Can you forgive me? I need to get shit right with God. His words, not mine. Yeah. I need to get right with God, right? 
And it was funny because like like that week, right after I had watched that, I was listening to that DC talk song, um, Just Between You and Me. Mm -hmm. And where it's just like, you know, like, as I approach the throne, I got to consider that, like, if you and I aren't okay, then I'm not okay with God. So you and I need to get okay so I can be okay with God. And it's just like, why can't we just be right with people to be right with people? Why can't we care about other people? Why do we always have to get God involved and say, well, God's got to be pissed that you and I aren't getting along. So we got to get along. It's like, why can't we treat humans? It's really selfish. I mean, it really is. The only reason that I'm asking for your forgiveness is because, you know, I have to, to be right with God. How about he's just another person who deserves that peace? Yeah. So back to David. Yes. The Psalm against Mm. you and you alone have I sinned. (sighs) (laughs) And I'm like, I, and this wasn't the last draw, but, it should have been because I'm just like, that's, I don't know. I don't, you know, people are always like, Oh, there's people that are sinful everywhere. And it's like, well, the church, maybe the church systemically. And I'm becoming more and more convinced that it's not just the people. Mm. It's not just evangelicalism. It might even be their God. Mm. And so that's a a scary question, Bridge. Oh, my gosh. I just I also like I don't know. I I had always gotten a little church that kind of did build off of the poetry books, but also cautioned like, but don't really build off of like theology and, and what you believe off of the poetry books in the Bible. Like, can David just be wrong? Like, he's just saying what yeah. he says. I, yeah. I don't because he's writing to God, I know that all scriptures, you know, inspired by God and written by man and God breathed, but like, <laughs> I don't see any reason in those to be like, God wrote David's poem for him. Like if he's <laughs> crying out and saying what, I, like, I don't, that sounds like a very basic white guy thing to say, just to be like, nope, this is between me and God and nobody else. And nobody <laughs> needs to boss me around. I know David wasn't a basic white guy, but like, yeah. Also, go like I don't think that I think it can be true that he said that because that's how he felt. But that's not God saying he only sinned against me. This wasn't anybody else's problem. You know. I don't know. It's so bizarre because it's just kind of like I kind of follow this thread of who God is yeah. and understanding God and knowing that God loves me and knowing that God's with me and like just trusting that things are going to work out. I'm like I don't I don't know how people without a faith have right. any trust that things are yeah. going to work out. So I'm yeah. still holding to that. Um, but I mean, even like Jesus, there are like points where it's like, hey, um, God hates divorce. And uh, the only reason for divorce is if there's marital unfaithfulness right. and whoever marries a woman who was married commits adultery. And I'm like, okay, like you didn't, you didn't yeah. address abuse. And then yeah. the other thing is, like, why did you single out the woman and said that if you marry a woman, right. she's right. defiled? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't like that, Jesus. And, you know, just just little things like that that I'm like, ooh, I think I disagree with Jesus on some things. And I'm like, well, that's really dangerous territory. Like, and I've been strictly in the Gospels since January, like unless yeah. it's a scripture I open in church, that's all I've been reading and listening to just straight through. 
um, over and over. And it's been so much better. Like it's clearly the best books of the Bible with a good story. But yeah, like this morning was again, I came to turn mother against daughter and father against (laughs) son and carry a sword and on all of this. And I was just like, oh, but that doesn't seem to fit with a lot of the other stuff. Like, I don't know how he went from like, all these little children that I love so much to like, if you love your child more than me, you have no part of me. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I don't like that. Um, And I don't know what to do with that. Well, and I'm just kind of like, I am like, I'm not sure about Jesus sometimes, but God and I have a great relationship, which is not the way people are supposed to be. You're supposed to love Jesus and then say, oh, I don't about God sometimes. Yeah. Right? But yeah. I'm just like, like to me, it's like, I, I think, and I, as I said in ADD Masterminds, it's like the same God I've been with since childhood. And so I'm still like, this is awesome. And I think really knowing more about the father's heart through my heart for my children yeah, is like a big revelation for me. And I think like for me still, like I would love to read more Richard Rohr and more Rob Bell, like all these people that are doing commentary on the Bible and extracting some of the best things. I'm like, that's beautiful. Let's, yeah. let's do that. But like for me to have to like, okay, well, I'm going to sit and I'm going to read all these genealogies. I think that was the last straw for me. I was like, oh, here we go. Genealogies again. And then you kind of hear that voice. All the genealogies are important important. somehow. Right. Yes. And I'm like, okay, this is just Um, just labor. I take two genealogies importantly, just because Rahab gets to be in the line. Yeah. Uh, Ruth gets to be in the line and Bathsheba gets to be in the line. Why are people saying Ruth and Naomi are gay? That, that's not, you know, mm, I hear that a lot. (laughs) And David and Jonathan, I understand. Like the Bible literally says he had the love for him like a man had for a woman. I'm like, that sounds pretty gay. That's pretty out there. Um, (laughs) That's, that's pretty explicitly there. Um, I just, their, their bond, I hear a lot. And, and like the, the things that they say to each other are used a lot. I've heard in like oh, the wedding vows of, you know, I'll go where you go and your God will be my oh, God. That it's yeah, almost yeah. like stuff like that, like yeah. turns into like a civil ceremony between the two of them. <laughs> I am not that close with my mother-in-law. I'm close, but, yeah. but um, you know, I don't, I don't get that. Yeah. And then there's how she was like, I guess kind of pushing her to get a man to take care of them type thing. I don't know. I've heard that one on and off. That seems like a little bit more of biblical fan fiction to me than Jonathan and David, but yeah. um, but not the first time I've heard it, but that definitely did come up this last week to 10 days. Yeah. Well, it's funny, like, because I, I feel, too, like, one of the things that drives me crazy, too, is, like, this whole idea. It's like, I don't know. It's almost like there's somebody outside, and they're like, hey, I'm hungry. Can you feed me? And they're like, hold on. Hold on a minute. I need to read my Bible to see if I'm supposed to do that or not. Right. Can you just give me like an hour? Like I need to, I need to, I need to look at the scripture. <laughs> Cause it's like you're ro- yeah. like robots that have to find the thing in the text that tells them they're allowed to do something. I don't When it's get like, it. what is, what is common human decency? Like common right. human decency is like to wish the well being of another human being. Yeah. And whatever that looks like for them. Yeah. Right. And so like, even when we talk about like stuff like gender affirming care, Oh, I love that. We can talk about this. We can. Um, 
But like when you talk about something like gender affirming care, it's just kind of like, all right, well, this person is severely depressed because right. of the state of their body. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what can we do about that? Right. And it like what is recommended? And it's it drives me nuts that like something that actually affects me personally, people mm-hmm. just want to debate theoretically and have right. very strong opinions about it. I'm like, can you guys just, I don't know, screw off? <laughs> you know, say, and just, it's like, just let people do what they need to do with their own bodies and stop. Well, even, you know, it's funny because there's that scripture, a man should not wear women's clothing. And I'm yes. like, okay, well, you're not a man. So there you go. <laughs> I I mean, I even that though, I'm just like, that's so dumb. Like, come on. Her Cobain wore a dress. That was awesome. Are right? Like it's the yeah. um the Pat Robertson clip that's going around from like yes there's a three in it it's if it's not 2003 it's 2013 yeah and it rings a bell for I me I think it was 2013 and I think I've seen it okay I've seen yeah. I've seen it before and just that little and I'm like how how did that happen and that was okay yeah. how is this not just constantly thrown in his face in the last ten years yeah. but to first of all do a there's it's a man in a woman's body which i know is not the the actual case of of transgender individuals but to do that which is god made a mistake which is thing number one you don't say and (laughs) then to go with i don't see anything said you know he 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 did the little it's rare it's rare but yeah i was fascinated i had to watch it like two times like he really did that yeah okay he seems very Broken like clocks, human. Man, they're right every now and then. Yeah. Yeah. He that seems he very really human and very understanding in that moment. a lot moment. of sympathy in there. Yeah. By the but way, it's our just school like... accidentally gave out. Uh, we, my kids go to really, um, sorry, theater of the minds for anybody. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, my kids actually go to a pretty strict Christian school and they accidentally gave out pride swag. <laughs> um, like That's they awesome. had been giving out these little kindness bracelets uh-huh. and I don't know. My kids got caught being kind a couple of times. So they had a whole bunch of them and they were wearing them. And I was like, that's really not your school's lane. And then Ryan was like, oh, no, no, it's for this. It's for that. Um, Yeah. So my son was excited about that. And I was like, well, give mom one. And there we go. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's funny, too, because like I um, like I found a really good like progressive church that I attend. And they talk a lot about like indigenous reconciliation and they start with like a land acknowledgement. Which land acknowledgement is an interesting thing too. Like I, I saw on Twitter this guy who was like saying, um, land acknowledgements are kind of like, hey, we acknowledge that we're at this treaty in this territory. Okay. Um, and we're guests on this land and we're not giving it back though. <laughs> right. And so it's just kind of like, and I, I and I yeah. think like a lot of it is kind of like, can we be good guests on the land that we're on? Um, which I think is a beautiful concept. And like, I actually, I actually like through my church, I went to this lecture and the guy that was lecturing, I cannot remember his name right now, but he's like a Southern Bap or he's a, he's a Baptist minister, um, African American. And he basically Mm -hmm. said, I am going to do everything I can to give the indigenous people back their land, which I was like, Ooh, wow. Right. It's so unimaginable for me to to be able to make that right because I yeah. go, well, how do you move all these people who are already here? And I'm like, well, we did it the first time. I'm sure we could figure it out again. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what that looks or, like. Yeah, I don't know. But, but like to me, it's I would just kind of like that. Right. 
Well, it's and it's really up to our indigenous people. And it's like, you know, right. in, in Canada, it's like we have such a we've been very uppity about how we're not racist like the Americans. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I oh, was so funny. I actually saw someone on Twitter when they were talking about Canada burning and they were like, it's like it's like when the teacher's pet finally gets in trouble. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. That's right. Very cold because there are people actually oh, losing their homes, but not yes. me. Um, yeah, I was going to ask. I'm terrible with uh, with where you actually live. And... I live in Alberta. There's a lot of fires, um, okay. but uh, not in a hot spot. We just have okay. been experiencing a lot of smoke. Like mm -hmm. my city isn't like in the forest. So, okay. Yeah. Our, our air down here was not fun. Like the no. AQI or whatever is goes up to 500. And I think we hit like 426, and wow. we're down in the 60s today. Thank goodness. But well, it was that's good. Yellow and gross, and yeah, everybody down here complaining. And I'm like, you realize the fires are happening. That it's not just smoke here. Like there's <laughs> things burning yeah. in Canada. But it's like we had like a um, quite selfish like about that. Some international attention in our city when we had a flood one year. Okay, I can't remember what year it was. 2014 i want to say or something like that but um there was like the great calgary flood and um i remember going to my backyard because i lived in like the north which was kind of mm -hmm. up on a hill and so we weren't flooded by the river it was the people north, more so like near the river mm -hmm. and i went and like i wanted to mow my lawn and it was like sopping wet like i was just like pressing on and there's quite a bit of water there yeah and then I was like, I wanted to like either post a video or a photo of me like kind of pressing down on the water and be like, oh, man, I can't mow my lawn. Northeast problems, you know, like, <laughs> like I understand I I'm not reading the room well. This yeah. is satire. <laughs> um, oh, oh, my gosh. Goodness. This has been so like random. Yeah. I almost say ADD. I was like, I'm, I'm going to like go with that trademark right now. Yeah, um. But yeah, anyways, yeah, okay, so land acknowledgements, um, my church is very progressive, um, and like, you know, they talk about all is welcome, all are welcome, mm. um, we believe God's table is very wide, and so we include I people with different sexualities, different gender expression, mm -hmm. different ability levels, disability oh, levels. Yeah. And so there are all these things, right? Which I was like, oh, that's beautiful, right? But yeah, I haven't been to church in like over a month now. So hopefully this Sunday I'll go again because I want to see, can I re-engage with Christianity again, right? So Can you? Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. So I wanted to talk a bit about universal child care. That was something that Ooh, okay. the Liberal Party of Canada tried to put in place prior to... Um the conservatives taking over forever but um it was like i want to say early 2000s because I, I i the liberals brought in gay marriage i think like okay. 2005 like around there somewhere um and the other thing they wanted to bring in was un was uh, universal child care and that's when stephen harper came to power and when stephen harper came to power he's like yeah i'm not going to do that because universal childcare will punish stay-at-home moms. Because here it is, all these people get a break, but stay-at-home moms. And it's yeah, interesting okay. to me.
because it's kind of like you're being um, socially conservative in that, you know, it's kind of catering to the evangelical right by saying you should not penalize women for staying at home. Mm-hmm. Well, what was interesting about it is instead of doing that, what they did is they gave a universal like tax credit for people who have children. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So essentially you're paying everyone to have children, but what it, what it does like, like fiscally to me, what makes more mm-hmm. sense fiscally is universal childcare or cheap childcare because that gets the mothers back to work and then they're paying taxes and that's good for the economy. Okay. And good, well, good for the economy and good for the government because they're getting taxes. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know. I just thought it was interesting because I'm like, this is like, so now that debate's starting to happen in Canada ah, again. Okay. And they're saying, we want to do $10 childcare for everyone. And I'm like, that's cool. Let's do right. that. I mean, I don't need childcare anymore, but I think I'm willing to pay the taxes for that to happen because childcare okay. is so expensive. Like, it's hard to go back to work. Yes. And, yes. And, um, and now the conservatives again are, are, are saying, no, we don't want to do it. See, I kind of like the tax credit for like, all right, if you're staying home by choice, because you're yeah. like, I just want to, and I have kids, then that's kind of equal, she equal, like you don't have to go to work to benefit from it. Yeah. Um, But then also, all right, if you're staying home, then that's on your choice. And then you don't need that um, universal childcare amount. So that's fine. You know, I, yeah, I got both. Uh, antenna up at that time. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like to me, it's like, if you want to stay home, I, I think that's awesome. Like I would have loved to have a parent at home with my children until they went to school. Yeah. It probably I, could have, could have been me if I wasn't such a misogynist at the time. <laughs> you jerk. I, I would I have been like a great a stay at home dad. You really would. I do agree yeah. with that. You're a good dad. Um, Thank you. No, I got to be. I got to be home for a good long time, and you know, moving and putting them back in school, it's expensive. But the exact right job came along. That most days out of the week, I'm out in time. I can go at least pick them up. I may not have been in all day, but we're home together later, so that works for us. Yeah. So, anyways, I I just thought like it's kind of an interesting concept because I I think that like. I don't see it as punishing women who stay home. I think it's it's encouraging women to go back to work. Okay. And it's like, and as is. It's an like incentive. Without okay. that, like without that, what is happening? There are women, some women that are working that can afford childcare. And there's okay. women who are not working. And somehow they're able to stay at home, right? Like, it's like, and it, yeah, yeah. it gives a little more incentive to go back to work, which I know okay. from like a social perspective, especially a religious social perspective, you don't want mothers going back to work. So. Right. Yeah. You know what? It's just kind of throwing it out there. I don't know. I mean, there's <laughs> there's back and forth between, you know, women in the workplace and then letting the government raise your kids in school yeah. and whatever. I think I still kind of have a strong opinion that I think like universal childcare would be such a good thing. And I think like it just makes sense fiscally for the mm-hmm. government to do so. I'm with you. Whatever takes care of babies and lets ladies do what they want. And then, you know, if you're home and you want to do a couple hours and just get we I work at a daycare now. We have a couple of ladies that are definitely home during the day, yeah. but they're like, if I could leave them here for like four hours a day, two days yeah. a week, get my stuff together. And I'm like, please go for it. 
have a good time, you know? Yeah. Just make that available. Yeah. It's, and people can fun. do what they wish with it. Absolutely. Take your time. Okay. So Trump's being indicted again. Again. And I yeah. like this time it's like the documents that he had at home. Which, yeah. This one seems to be a very big deal. Yeah. Which I'm like, it's so weird. Like, and I know everybody had documents at home. They're like, all oh, Biden had documents at home. I'm like, yeah, but Biden's like still got that job. Like, yes, he's done his job. I don't and I, I don't understand why people like everybody seems to take classified documents home. But I'm like, I'm still find it hard to believe that this is actually going to take him down. I'm so distraught. <laughs> like, I, I just I don't want to get my hopes up. Yeah. Um. I'm always concerned about the overcorrection if something happens to him, if he loses again, you know, like, or if he, yeah, just I getting the wrong people mad, you know, and yeah. just, I, I don't see how this ever settles down, but this, I'm still fairly young. This isn't something I'm, I feel like the, all the old timers are more like, no, there's been worse. And I'm sure this is true, but I just, in my memory of political what have you. I'm just like, I don't know how this settles down after this. I feel like even if he, you know, passed on and met his maker, that there would be like still, no, he's still around. Like it's never gonna, it's never gonna be over. Elvis lives. Yes. And they think that like, you know, JFK Jr. is like alive and friends with him. Like it's just never gonna reconcile yeah. itself. It's never gonna be normal. What's the worst though is that like, DeSantis is far worse. Policy wise, yes. that guy is terrifying. Yeah. And, and I'm because like because he actually has political experience. Yeah. And he's actually doing the things. Like Trump's first day as a political servant was his first day as president, which was pretty weird. But like I'm like DeSantis has a actual experience and a track record for being a lunatic so i'm not yeah. i'm not thrilled i i have no idea yeah how to navigate the next what year or so a little bit more i don't I'm even just... know how many candidates we have primarying each other i have no idea yeah like, more I than anything i'm like care. concerned about trans lives under him yeah um and i mean like the way that history is being taught is like crazy too it's like we don't want white people to feel yeah. bad yeah. Like there's such a misunderstanding. Oh, I actually got another book. It's called Nice Racism. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Words in the photo. That's Theater okay. of the mind. <laughs> but yeah, it's called Nice Racism: How Progressive White People Perpetuate Racial Harm. I'm like, this should be interesting. Oh boy. All right, that's going on in my Goodreads right now. <laughs> and it's so funny too because like I I went to buy the book and i'm like this looks really good as the clerk was checking it out yeah and i was like yeah i'm I, like because I'm, I'm curious about this and i'm like thinking oh i don't want to come off as like a conservative that's trying to attack liberals right you know because they're making everything about race and they're racist or whatever but i'm like and i but i didn't like it didn't click in click with me initially that the person i was talking to is also a person of color <laughs> oh and then i was okay. like oh how do i talk about this like i'm like yeah interesting okay and so it was just kind of interesting yeah because i'm like i gotta be careful how i navigate this right because it's huh. like but i mean i 
like even like trying to educate yourself on racial issues. Like I have this guy on Twitter I interact with all the time. Mm-hmm. He calls himself Dark Wahlberg and he's <laughs> he's indigenous okay. and hilarious. And he talked to me like he said that, like, don't don't learn about, you know, indigenous issues from white people. Mm-hmm. And I said to him, well, yeah, that's I, what I'm doing right now is I pay attention to indigenous creators and then I read what they tell me to read. Like, that's yeah. kind of where I'm at, because like it's the tough thing is like you don't go to an indigenous person and say, teach me about indigenous people. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. that's not fair to them either. And so. Right. Um, but that's what I'm doing is I'm yes. listening to indigenous creators and I'm reading what they tell me to read. And that's where that's- I'm at. That's got to be the easiest. Um, I I went to a friend um, during like I want to say during the Black Lives Matter stuff because that should that's constant and it should be. But mm-hmm. um, like some of the real height height, and she is married to a black man. She has black babies, but she's a white woman. But I'm more comfortable with her. I've spoken to her before. Like uh-huh. we have a bit more of uh, communicate um, just a record of communicating with each other honestly and openly and i was like i i just i don't know i want to be a good ally like i was trying to do the the right thing yeah and she was like honestly i'm married to a black man and i have black babies i i'm not the person who should help you like i'm Mm -hmm. doing my own work like as a white woman you know like i i get it but you need to ask somebody else essentially yeah. and i was like oh shoot you're right okay and i but i also kind of felt like well now that sucks for me to go like who do i know that i can ask and try to come up with somebody to text out of the blue like i just yeah. it's shitty i actually didn't mean to curse that time but it came out yeah. um free here congrats but, uh, thank you um but then i was thinking about it and i was like you know if one of andrew's friends if one of my husband's friends was like, oh, I, you know, I don't get this with women, but you're married to a woman. What do women think about this? Or what what should I do to be yeah. a good ally to women? He, I That would be ridiculous. And he should yeah. be like, go ask a woman, bro. Like, that, <laughs> just because I'm married to one. And I was like, okay, I get it. You're right. I got to. Well, I, I got to even say, though, that. like from like a women's standpoint, right? Like, because mm-hmm. that's I think that's the easy one for you to relate to. Sure. Um, I am the girl. Yeah. And so, like, if people just, like, had incessant questions about being a woman, you'd probably be like, okay, like, maybe read a book, like, before you start coming to me with every question. Right. And I think maybe that's what's going on is is this kind of like, okay, like. Some of this information is already out there and accessible. Yes. And and I think people get sick of that. But I'm like, it was so interesting. I was actually in conversation with some people at work. And um, she was talking about like um, about riding in a cab. Mm-hmm. And she said like, so up in, in northern Alberta, you know, it's kind of like an oil town. And, you know, she had a friend who was um, supposed to get a ride or supposed to was, was intoxicated and was going to order a cab. And she's like, oh, no, no, no. You're not going in a cab by yourself. Right. And she's like, I'm going to go with you. And she like went out of her way to go with that friend to make sure that she was safe. And I was like, my gosh, like I would never think yeah. that riding in a taxi could be dangerous. And it just like kind of hit me that I'm like, you know, and they were talking about how they have yeah. to walk in parking lots and how they have to be careful. Yes. When they walk. But it's like all of that information was just given to me mm-hmm. in that conversation. Yes, if you And I was attention. able to ask more questions and yes. learn more. 
Right. But and that like, was a signal to you that she was kind of open to talking about it, yeah. whether she realized it or not, giving you that little yeah. bit like it was it was an open door into uh, segue into asking questions. But yeah, yeah, if you listen, people are talking about it all the time. Absolutely. Giving people space. And so yeah. and that's what I want to be. That's what I want to be in this podcast is a listening ear and it's funny because like the ADD masterminds, you know, show was more like so driven by me. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, I have my list. We're going to go through this. We're going to flip through these topics and keep yes. going. Right. And, and it was fun, but it's like, this is the, you know, it, wax museum was the podcast where I listen. I think you've been yeah. on both. I, my yeah. very first was wax museum. And uh, then I did a, an ADD masterminds. And then I just yeah. kept coming back. Yeah, it was growing up. It was growing up with Yeah. But we actually we didn't use your last name. No, probably not. No. I can't imagine. Which was, which funny is I wanted to say you can take it out of this one too if you want. Um you can bleep me. <laughs> bleep that one. Uh just in case. I feel like we the funny thing is I feel like we might have used my maiden name because I was talking about high school. Like that sticks out in my head, but I don't think that we did. Man. So I don't know why ago. that sticks in my head. But... I like barely knew you then. I know. Yeah. But I just knew you were like the like uh relevant fangirl. Such a relevant <laughs> fangirl and I still am. Hey, I called I love you a girl. It so much. Yeah, that's allowed. <laughs> well, I'm not the fan woman, that's just odd. Fan woman. Cougar. Rawr. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So when someone bad dies, this yes. is so interesting. I, I just like this Tell has me happened this a was few on times. Before where, yesterday. Like, was this on the list before yesterday? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> but um, it's been interesting to see like the reactions to the passing of Pat Robertson. Yeah. Robertson. Yeah. And like some of it is like to me very revealing of people's hearts. And I'm like, I don't like that. Like, I don't like that person's heart. Yeah. I'm going to stop following them because I feel like, you know, when they're like, he's in hell now, you know, and stuff like that. And so like a lot of these jokes and stuff like that. Yeah. Best take I saw was Joe Lumen. Mm, and good. Joe Lumen like basically said, man, I should have actually pulled that up. But uh Joe Lumen like was just basically she said like uh that what he perpetuated was very harmful to people of color and mm. the LGBTQ community. And then she's like, I wish him the rest that he was not willing to grant to them. Oh, that's the rest kind. in peace that he was not willing to grant to them. And I okay. was like, Oh my gosh, that's beautiful. Like, I mean, like that's how it's yeah. done. That's sweet. That's kind of her. Because I don't think that we falsely speak well of the dead. I mean, I, th- I think like giving space for the family to grieve and say, we're yeah. sorry for your loss. Maybe right. that's what should happen on the day of the passing. Right. Um, but I I understand that people also need to talk about the complicated legacy of that person. Yeah. yeah. Um, the the building that I grew up in, um, mm-hmm. you know, depending on the most days of the week, I'll call it a cult. But the building yeah. that I grew up in, um, the the founding leader uh passed like two, three years ago, I think. And like, I know certain people that I know were kind of into it that are like, Ooh, all right, well, that's done. 
I felt a lot of relief, but I, I definitely wasn't like excited about it. I wasn't sad. What was interesting was seeing a bunch of people who had similar experiences and did not, did no longer respected this person. The pastor of my youth that raised me and baptized me and whatever, like suddenly waxing poetic over his yeah. legacy. Yeah. But it was just more like, no, I felt a relief. And it's we hadn't had interaction with this man in a very long time. There had not been any more spiritual abuse in probably decades. But there was mm -hmm. still this like, okay, now there's definitely no more from this. Like, that's just nothing I'm ever going to worry about. One less person on the planet that I don't need to worry about running into, you know. Right. But I just, I mean, anybody dying... I don't ever really want to, it's just so final that I never yeah. want to be like, good, they're out of here. Cause, yeah. but depending on their soul. And I always think about the family and like somebody somewhere's yeah. missing them, you know? And yeah. I don't know. I don't want to, to revel in that. Um, yeah. I don't want to revel in anyone's death. Like yeah. that's, but like, yeah, it's complicated, complicated yeah. feelings, complicated feelings. And, um, I understand people need space to voice their negativity on this stuff too. Yeah. Um, I think like some of the positivity can be really frustrating too. Like people that were just like glowing poetic about Tim Keller the whole time. I was like, I, I can't listen to this. Mm, yeah. And I'm like, I can't even put a finger on why I feel Tim Keller is so problematic, but I had a couple interactions or a couple times I gave him pushback on something he said and I'm like, I just think he just wasn't that responsible for, with what he was saying. Mm. And um, I'm not familiar enough with his work, yeah. but yeah, I I also like I'm not familiar enough either with um. I mean, this is going back, but like Rabbi Zacharias's work, which yeah. I, I hate to I hate to take like a whole life of ministry, and and there were good things said. I, yeah. I won't even claim good things done, but good things said and heard that I hate to be like, yeah, but he was abusing people the whole time. So we yeah. got to just never quote him again. And never. I don't know how to balance that between well, it's the so, meat and the bones, you know? It's so interesting because I have a friend who was telling me that um, Mahatma Gandhi, mm. um, he had sex with underage girls. Yes. And he's like, so that guy's problematic. And he's like, and anything he mm. said... Somebody else has said it well anyway, so I don't need to quote I like it. I was that. like that. I've wow. heard that before. That's true. And that's almost like how I'm looking at the Bible right now. I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to read the actual text, but there's other people that are working from that text that are saying some things okay. that I think are really beneficial, right? Yeah. And so, like, I think maybe that's where I'm at with it. And I mean, I like, it's, it's so interesting because, like, if we talk about, like, from a conservative perspective – they're looking at these two liberals talking about what the rules are for being woke, right? It's like, how do I remain woke? How do I convince mm. people that I'm woke? And I'm like, that's not it at all. No, I'm just trying to figure out how I'm perpetuating good in the world. I want to perpetuate right. good in the world because I think the world needs good. Yes. And it's not... It's not, well, then God will be pleased with me. I'm like, God's already pleased with me. We're good. Right. God and I are good. But at the very least, giving somebody, making sure that somebody feels seen and a little yeah. less stepped on. Yeah. Doesn't that 
at the very least, that's going to free up a little corner of their mind that might be more receptive to the God we've decided exists. Like, uh, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm still firmly in, in team Jesus, yeah. though, not in team evangelical, but yeah, I just, at the very least, if I'm, if I'm taking a little bit of that, like burden off of yeah. somebody and there's inclusivity there because I made a little bit of space, if their mind can rest yeah. in that space and be open and, and feel peace, I, I think that's valuable, you know, for yeah, the maybe. Kingdom. It's just, it's just interesting to me because I look at like some of my friends, like uh, Matt Oxley that I've had on my podcast, Mm -hmm. I think once the wax museum, Um, he's an atheist and he's like an atheist who grew up Christian. And like one day he just killed God. That's how he sees it. Mm -hmm. And he's still, for whatever reason, is still interested in Christianity and he'll talk about Christianity because I think he thinks that Christianity could do some good, good in the world. But I look at someone like him and I'm like, he's got such a sweet spirit and such a, he's just such a kind person. And I'm like, I just, I love him. And I think God does too. And I don't get the sense that God is like, well, it's too bad he doesn't believe in me. Yeah. (laughs) You know? And it's like, I I don't know if he, I don't know if that matters. Like, and I, yeah, maybe I'm really, really off in left field now. But I I'm like, feel like I was told, at least with the uh-huh. Catholic Church, and we're not—we're obviously not yeah. Catholic—that it was said, you know, if you are open and looking for God, that's enough. Hmm. You know, like you may not have completed that journey to Him yet, but if you're looking for Him, He's always looking for you, so that that will count. And God, I hope that's true. Like anybody know, like, who's searching can, it'll count. Like I look at my children, okay, and I'm like. They're kind people. I love mm-hmm. what they're doing in the world. If one of them ran away and said, I never want anything to do with you, dad. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay. Like, if that's what you need to do, that's fine. If you want to come back, I'll still be here for you. But I'm going to love you no matter what. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But it's like, if they're still out there doing good in the world and they've disowned me, they're still mm-hmm. doing good in the world. And that's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, if I can have that level of love for my children, why wouldn't God have that kind of love for anyone? Yeah. And that and that's where I'm at, right? I'm like, I'm just not and I mean yeah, that's cool. If people if people, you know, want to know my God because of the way I am, that's awesome. Um yeah. but I would rather more than anything, I just want people to pursue love and be love and like if i can spread love and regardless of whatever people's beliefs are going to be that's awesome like i was talking to it was so funny i was talking to a muslim person and they were talking about how they pray five times a day or however many times a day it is and i was like why do you do that it's like so allah will be pleased with me and it was almost like kind of got the sense that allah would be angry if he didn't yeah and I'm just kind of like, well, what if like, what if Allah doesn't require that of you, but he's just like so delighted when you do like, he's like, oh, yes. I love it when he does this. And I was like, yes. and he looked at me like I was like crazy. <laughs> and, it, and it was funny because I was talking to a friend about this because like, I don't want to think of Islam as this horrible thing that I was taught it was. But he said, you know, it's a nature of that religion 
is that you don't have a personal relationship with God and Christianity, yeah. the nature is that you do have a personal relationship right. with God. Right. And I was like, that's so interesting. I'm like, that doesn't, that doesn't sound like fun. And yeah. I still am able to look at like a lot of religions and say, that doesn't look like fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Christianity, yeah. there are definitely aspects of it that don't look fun. Um, but yeah, it's, I, I do think like if God is love and we pursue love, we will find God. But will yeah. we label it as God? I don't know. Mm. And I don't know if that matters so much. I think it's like God wants our hearts. Yeah. And so if our hearts can be aligned with love, that's a beautiful thing. Mm. And I think why I still at some level cling to Christianity is because I know I'm not going to get perfect and I need grace. Yeah. And so. Ooh. Yeah. You know, it's funny as I labeled this podcast as comedy. I don't know if it was that funny. (laughs) Sorry to let you all down. Sorry. Um, I'll try to be funnier next time. I won't. I'm going to stay real stoic. (laughs) Really stoic. Stoic (laughs) AF. Yep. All right. Stoic AF. That's the title of this episode. There it is. I was going to ask you, how how are we going to label these? Are they going to be the randoms again? Which I always appreciate. But let's be stoic, yeah. Just like those random lines, you know. Yeah, that... yeah I love I love doing the random lines. They yeah. name themselves. For sure. All right. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you, sir. We'll do this again in a month. Appreciate it. Sounds good. And if you guys want to reach out to the girl, you can follow her on Twitter. Yes, I'm back on Twitter. I'm really trying to not uh, attend every fight I am invited to. And that's really hard because I'm an immature person. But um, if you want, I'm I drink anarchy <laughs> at drink on, uh, anarchy. on Twitter, which yes. again, the weirdest choice for a handle so ever. Great. And I'm Bridge Lavoie. Sure is. Um, I'll put links in the show notes. And. Peace out, friends. Take it easy. See you next time. I need a sign off. Remember to love people and shit. (laughs) You don't want to forget to shit. Ever. (laughs) Love people well. Bye.